This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld And if you're anything like us we're sweating because it's humid and disgusting. And I'm speak for yourself. I'm doing okay. okay sorry. Right now. And if you're anything <laughs> like me, <laughs> I no doubt I will be sweating like later. You know, r- right now I feel okay. It's like my bedroom where I'm recording right now doesn't get a lot of sunlight in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I, f- it, it's like a little bit shady. You know, I'm doing it's- okay. It's just like you go outside and it like hits like it. Yeah. Like it just it's there's no words to describe it. It's just uncomfortable. (laughs) We were we were talking before we got in the air. I'm moving soon. And so I last night I decided to pack all of my winter coats and things in a big suitcase. And literally I'm like in my room sweating, like wrestling a puffer coat into a suitcase. Like there's no (laughs) there's no proper way to go about that. Um, and like nothing is neat. Like it's not tidy. Everything's going to be wrinkled when I take it out of the suitcase, but it's like, I just, God, packing is packing is intense. I know it. And then you're like, you don't realize how much stuff you have until you're like, Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. And the fact, okay. The thing that's stressful, like when you're packing to go on like vacation or to go home for a while, it's like, okay, like I'll decide what I want to take. Like I can just like pick and choose when you're moving, it's like everything I'm, I'm looking around my room and I'm like, I have to move every single item. Like I can't, like you just, can't leave things. I can, I can throw things away. I can take things to donate, but I can't, I can't just like leave it. <laughs> and yeah, that so, is, that is extremely stressful. Cause like, I'm looking around and I'm like, wait, I have to pack like my candles. Yeah. Like I have to put like my, <laughs> I have like a, a Karen Huger prayer candle that I'm looking at. I have to like tissue wrap that if I well, don't want don't it to break. Don't leave that. Like, God I, forbid. I'm not going to leave it. I ca- I can't. My lease is ending. <laughs> I, they, I mean, they charge you, I think, but it's almost like sometimes it's easier. You're just like, I'm going to leave this. Can you throw it away? Like I just pay, I'm, well, I'll pay you to throw it away. I don't care. Okay. So I have been, I've been in my apartment for four years. And so like when we move out, we have to schedule a time for the building super to come yeah. and like inspect before we leave. And I am scared of like getting yelled at. <laughs> oh, like, like in general, that, like, I mean, in general, but at that inspection specifically, I'm, I feel like he's going to look at like, he's going to like yell at me for like this hole in the wall or like yell at me. Do you me want for, me to come Dylan? Do you want like, me to be there with the you? Floor. No, I mean, I have like, I'll be fine. I'll, but you know, I might need like a little like, pep talk after you know like depending how it goes i'm like honestly like take whatever you want out of my security deposit just like please don't get mad at me (laughs) oh see i for one can't really i'm like bring it bitch like i 
actually ended my lease before, like when I moved out to, I was as well there for four years and I ended it because it was like, I wanted to move out at that time. And so instead of giving us our security deposit back and charging us, blah, 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 oh. they took our security deposit. And I would have loved to get that back because it would have been like an extra nice chunk. But at the same time, it's like, I, was like picking and choosing my battles. And I was like, here you go. Have fun with it. I'm out. Yeah. At the end of the day, I feel like I am my security deposit because I paid it four years ago. It feels like exactly not my money anymore. Mm -hmm. And so if I do, assuming I do get it back, I'm going to be like a check. Like (laughs) exactly. It's like a bonus. You know who, you know, who really could use uh, a check right now is Erica Girardi because but you know what? Like, so could I. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yes, certainly I could also use a check, but um, but Erica can use both of our checks, <laughs> wasn't it? Wasn't that a good segue? Oh, how wasn't the tables, yes, I love that. How the tables have turned of er- of us wanting to give Erica some money, but I, I wouldn't. I don't know if wanting to give Erica some money, I recognize that Erica <laughs> needs the money. This episode, so we finish up the La Quinta trip. We're back in LA a little bit. It's interesting because this episode, if you look at it like on the timeline, not very much happens because it really is just this last day in La Quinta. Yes. They leave the next morning and then we're back in LA and, you know, they it ends with them meeting at Dorit's house for this meeting. But so much shifts within that short period of time that it feels like it's such a consequential episode. Like, even though it's not like a lot of different things happening, it's like we're in a very different place than we were an hour ago on TV. Yeah. And we were talking last night, like so much information is coming out each episode that even Rinna on Watch Happens Live last night was like, people are asking us questions and we're like, just finish the season. Like you got to watch. But it's like, this is real life stuff that's happening in real time, actually. So right. it's very confusing. We're getting hit with different information every episode. We're giving our, like, we're recapping what happened, but then, like, something else in real time happens, and we're like, the lawsuits, let me tell you, lawsuits on Real Housewives are really juicy and good. Yeah. But it's so hard to keep up with them because they're ever-changing. Right. And this was, so I, I think I remember earlier in the season, maybe Garcelle was on Watch What Happens Live and they were kind of talking about like, okay, so at this point in the season, what did you know? And she's like, right. we didn't know anything. We knew that Erica filed for divorce and that was it. Like we weren't thinking about, you know, Tom's lawsuits and the plane crash victims. Like we didn't know about any of that. And it's in, it's interesting, literally every week as the episodes unfold, we're getting there they're catching up with what we know a little bit. And so this episode I think was kind of the biggest one yet where they've been getting Erica's side of the story this whole time. And, you know, there are certain things that she's told them that are shocking or that are new information, but all of a sudden the really scandalous parts of it are now out in the public. And so we're, we're seeing this week, the women really have to, grapple with what Erica may have known or may have done and how bad Tom's side of it is. And it's interesting to see how quickly we're sort of taking sides. And even before the article comes out, so we we pick up where we left off 
um, where after Erica sort of freaked out on Garcelle and Erica is just like so overcome with emotion. And I mean, I think it's clear to us watching, it's clear to everyone there that there's something else happening underneath the surface. Which and, I believe we even said that last week. We're like, right, That's not right, right, right. That it's like Garcelle can totally recognize like, okay, I shouldn't have said that. Sorry. I'm really sorry. But at the same time, I, I like that she is not willing to take responsibility for Erica's response because she knows that it's not really about her. And I think that's why it's like, it's frustrating to watch Rinna be like, Garcelle, like, why are you asking questions? Why can't you own it? And it's like, because she wasn't, she didn't do anything wrong. I really don't think she didn't do anything wrong intentionally. I agree. I don't, I not, I don't think she, she was not asking questions to be like, she didn't do what she did deliberately. She was like, but if you think about it and they even showed like flashbacks, like she does this, she does this, she asks questions. And like a lot of the time we're like, thank God Garcelle's asking these questions. So like other people don't have to, you know, like she's doing the job that we all want. But at the same time, I kind of thought that too. I was like, why it didn't make sense to me either. Like, why did you ask that and bring it up? And, and then that whole thing happened with production Did production push that whatever. So yeah. I feel like that's like an empty situation. We don't know, but I see both sides in that too, because it's like, like I said, if that were me, I would be mad if someone was pushing and asking, but at the same time she's asking, cause she's your friend and like, you're willing to open up and give information. Why stop there? Also, I don't think, I mean, Garcelle definitely was asking questions, but the actual part about Tom calling Erica, I don't, I don't think Garcelle asked specifically about that. That seemed like information that Erica sort of just offered up to the two of them. And then like Crystal was saying, she didn't want them to tell, but yeah, I mean, also I just think it's a little hypocritical of Lisa Rinna to be like, I mean, don't poke yeah. around in people's business because it's like, Lisa, that's literally what you're known for. Come on. And then like on, it's so funny. Cause again, on watch happens live last night. She kept saying, she was like, well, like she, first of all, she mentioned carrying the show on her back. And I was like, <laughs> maybe, I mean, maybe a few years ago, I don't think yeah. that's true anymore. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. 
Shape your life with Honey Love. Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. So then she does like what you just said. Like she's like, well, I know. Have you ever met me? Like I know what I do. Like she thinks about it after the fact and she's like, I own it like I do. But in the moment of those things, like she does it. But then Garcelle wants to leave because like Rinna made a comment and Garcelle was like, you know what? I'm out of here. And I, I was like, I would do the same thing if I were you. But then Kathy was like, come sit, like come sit, whatever. Erica leaves and the girls go outside. I want to know how you feel about this. Like what your, mm-hmm. what your thought is where now they're Garcelle's like, okay, well there's a reason the three of them are outside and we're in here. And I was like, wow, I didn't look at it like that. I kind of was like, they're walking her out or they're seeing if she's okay. Like I Sutton Garcelle and Crystal stayed in inside and Dorit and Kyle went out with Erica. And I was like, I don't know if I was, would necessarily look at it as sides as just like human nature. Yeah. I don't think it was necessarily as clear cut as Garcelle made it sound, but I do think she is right in that the sort of lines are starting to be drawn and that, it's clear sort of who is going to stick by Erica no matter what. And we've seen that play out on social media and stuff in the last few months that clearly Rinna, Kyle and Dorit have decided that they're going to be, you know, team Erica. And I think in that moment, I didn't see it quite as much, but then basically as soon as the article comes out the next day, Sutton is obviously immediately not, loving the vibe you know she's reading the whole article asking a lot of questions she sets up this meeting all of that you know garcelle and crystal seem a lot more sort of objective about it and basically as soon as the article comes out it's clear that you know kyle and rinna and to a little lesser extent to are like not not really buying that erica was super involved you know they are more coming at it from an angle of being concerned for their friend which i understand but it also feels like they're sort of closing themselves off to the possibility that there could be something shady going on and so i think this is this episode really was where we started to see those lines being drawn and it'll be interesting because after erica left the house in La Quinta we didn't see her again this episode you know like after the article came out so I think it'll be really interesting to see you know next week and moving forward how the group really interacts with her because we see in the previews like it's not going to be all fun and games when Erica's with the group 
no. And it also makes sense to all of us and the girls why Erica left, because I do believe she knew that the article was coming out. And that way, everyone she knew would then know more information than she was giving them, which is made clear to them. She wouldn't sit there and be like, guys, listen, I'm telling you an article's coming out tomorrow, which they're all wondering, why wouldn't she say that to them? I feel like and that's the situation that like Kyle and Dorit are in where they're like, why isn't she telling us this stuff? Like, why is she picking and choosing the information like this stuff about Tom and the mistress? Like Garcelle asked straight up about that and she didn't answer like Erica didn't tell her so it is it is weird that she's like I'm gonna tell you this but I'm not gonna tell you this and I'm gonna tell you this and I'm not gonna tell you this yeah I I have like I have mixed feelings about the idea that it's like Garcia like Erica is supposed to be close with us like why isn't she telling us all the details I understand why she's not telling them everything clearly there's a lot of shit going on but I do think specifically with Garcelle and the infidelity stuff it's like at that point, like you had already filed for divorce. It wasn't like Garcelle was like digging around in your personal life. You were talking about like a rumor that was out there. Like that seems weird. It's like at that, like, I don't know why Erica would lie about that at that point, like after she had already filed for divorce. So I do think Garcelle, like she already feels kind of uncomfortable about some of the, you know, accusations and stuff that are happening with Erica. And then on top of that, she's like, well, she also was lying to me, you know, three weeks ago when I asked her a specific question. So on top of like any of the like legal stuff or whatever, Garcelle doesn't really have much trust in Erica, I would think. And so it's funny that we're talking at dinner, uh, like Kyle's like, Garcelle, Erica might not be able to trust you for a while. And it's like, honestly, like vice versa too, like same. I was just going to say that Kyle mentioned that, that she was like, she doesn't not like you. She's just not going to trust you. And <laughs> that was funny. Garcelle was like, it's weird. Okay. That, it's weird that at that dinner that Kyle is like being like Erica's spokesperson. It's like, it's Can fine. I just say, even though this is like factual, I have never in my life seen more chic women like in my fucking life. Like, I don't understand. They, they do look great. I, I just like they no f like it's effortless, not no effort. It's effortless. They're having a girl's night in and they are dressed to the nines and like designer like they're they're like casual is designer sweatpants and they they're not even I like loved. I love oh, Sutton's little red like blazer dress look. I thought that was really chic. Um, <laughs> Wait, I Mom, did... Kathy was like, you would waste that outfit on a girl's night in. <laughs> I did agree. I thought Dorit's outfit, um, she looked great. I thought it was a strange choice for that occasion. <laughs> but Dorit, every outfit Dorit wears would would be essentially a weight. Like she's forgetting takeout, like, forgetting takeout yeah. from Ruth's Chris steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> they all wait. That looked really good, by the way. I wanted a burger. <laughs> I just like even them going outside and waiting for Erica's car to come, like everything about her house. I just want to go to, I just want to be there. I want to sit on that couch. I want to have a charcuterie board and a glass of wine by the fire. Like I just, I'm like salivating thinking about it. I want to, I want to wake up there and drink my coffee while Sutton explains an LA times article. Okay. They go, you read the whole thing. And she goes, yeah. Yes, like I read the whole thing. And so they kept going over it and reading it. And then Sutton's confessional, she was like, I read it till nausea. Like she read it multiple times. And they were just like, 
wait, what part did you see that? <laughs> they like, like weren't getting she's it. She's like, they used the word Ponzi scheme. And they're like, where'd they say that? And it's like, Lisa, you didn't read the article. <laughs> um, oh my God. I, okay. I do. We have to bring up. I don't want to talk about it for too long because it was tough to watch that conversation at dinner when Kath, they, Kathy stumbles into the, I don't see color trap again, which I don't know why I, I don't even know like why we got back into this topic, but it just feels like at this point I don't. And then Dorit, you know, says some, some rough stuff about how they have black and brown people working for them and all of this. And it's like, I just don't understand at this point why more of these women don't realize that they should just shut the fuck up sometimes. Like, because I think for the most part, I don't think, especially with the Beverly Hills cast, I don't think most of these women are coming from a place of, you know, purposeful, hatred or racism or or like, Mm -hmm. I don't think they have like actual negative feelings about people who are different than them. I just think they are so like ignorant about the way they talk about this stuff. And it's like, if you're on TV and you're being filmed and you're not, and you don't have like the vocabulary to talk about this stuff, just don't talk about it. Like say nothing, say less. Right. I agree. And I like, though, that Kathy was willing. She kept saying she was like, well, tell me if I'm wrong. She like wanted it to be explained. And she said to Garcelle, she goes, we should have a conversation like she was actually not arguing. And like she was she was like, oh, maybe what I'm saying isn't right. And like, I, I, I want to talk to Garcelle about this because I think Kathy, like what you're saying, I She's not racist. And I think she, in her mind, saying I don't see color means, well, I'm friends with you regardless of what color, of what your skin yeah. tone is. Like, I not mean, judging you. But it came out. It, it's not It's not for right. that time. It was It's the kind been. of thing where it's like, I, I mean, obviously, we've heard people say that before. We heard Sutton say it like six episodes ago. I understand where they're coming from. But it's like, it feels like we ever, they should all know by now, like, just that that's not the way to say it like and, and also I, yeah. I really i i do think it's a much different tone than like ramona's conversations with ebony Jeez, where ramona yeah. is like la 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 i don't want to talk about this where i do at least with this group of women i feel like they're coming from a place of like they might not know the right thing to say but i do think they want to do better mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's like yeah. it's still just like oh god well, Dirty. and Garcelle made I, I, Garcelle made a really excellent point because she knows what she's talking about. But she said, when your children go out to drive, do you tell any of them, mm-hmm. be careful, like when you get pulled over? And every single one of them was like, no, not at all. Kyle was like, nope, I absolutely not. And Garcelle's yeah. like, well, I do. Like, I do. Right. And I was like, she's so like those one like examples that she gives is teaching them and is letting them know that that is how she lives a different life than they do. And I love Garcelle. I think she is, she's like knocking it out of the park this season for me. Also this episode, we have a few different moments where Garcelle and Crystal are sort of one-on-one together. And Uh I love their relationship that's forming. Like um, they seem just so supportive of each other. And like Crystal is so understanding of like, when when the stuff happened with Garcelle and Erica, Crystal was like so there for Garcelle to be like, 
like I know that you didn't hear her say that like I know you wouldn't have brought it up if it was in that way and then kind of like you know they're the ones staying back at the hotel together so they have they're kind of unpacking this article together like I really like that friendship and I feel like they're very um Garcelle's I, I like that they have each other in this. Garcelle's replacing um Sutton with Crystal. <laughs> Their friendship. But you know what makes me really sad? Um, that Garcelle at like the end of the episode, like in her interview, was like that she was basically feeling like she doesn't not that she doesn't fit in, but that the women are making her feel like she's not 100 percent like included or like looked at, like looked at the same. And I was like, God damn it. You are, Garcelle. Yeah. You are. We love you. Because uh, okay, you're, so, you're doing the work that they all need to do. Totally. Okay, so let's let's fast forward. We're back from La Quinta, sadly. I could have stayed there forever. Um, <laughs> we like daydream about <laughs> I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring mayflowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Okay, so Sutton tells the girls she wants to have a meeting without Erica. Sorry, I just Much keep like, laughing every time they say the word meeting. Like, I know. she's calling it's, for a it, meeting. It reminds me of um of Giselle and Robin wanting drinks with Mia without Karen, but like this time there's an actual reason. <laughs> yes. But so, question, why was it why was she calling for this not at her house? I was wondering the same thing. I'm like it's I mean, I know that Sutton She's hosted the women at her house this season. Like, I know she's, it's technically like temporary that she's living there, but like she lives there. Dylan, imagine I'm like, so I want to have like a dinner. Can I have it at your house? Can I have it at your apartment? I think it would be good if all the girls could get together. Dorit, can you throw something (laughs) together? 
Can you polish up your Gucci glasses? <laughs> Dorit, the first four people who come get a Gucci glass. Oh my God. I was like, really, babe? You couldn't have bought two sets of four? So you have like I feel eight? like if you if you can you Buy can't one. afford the you yes. can't afford the Gucci glasses if you can't afford two sets of the Gucci glasses. <laughs> like I I know that sounds like an insane thing to say, but it's like if you're like if you're springing for a whatever, I don't know, a $500 set of four and you're, you know, you're going to entertain like buy two sets. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, Dory. God, don't you know that? Like, I'm not, I'm not buying those. So it doesn't matter for me, but, um, Garcelle right, like, would never just buy a set of four. Garcelle would buy a set of eight, two sets of four. Garcelle wouldn't buy them in the first place. <laughs> she'd be like, <laughs> she'd like she'd those be like, are tacky. No, you could have, <laughs> I got my cups from Bed Bath and Beyond. Come on. <laughs> um, it is funny to me that they're having like a midday meeting and half of these women are drinking like straight liquor. <laughs> I know. They were like, what do you want to drink? What do you want to drink? And they were like, they were tequila rocks. Yeah. I was like, whoa, girls, it's the holidays. And somebody, somebody, whoever got there first was like Belvedere on the strong side. I think it was Lisa. I'm like, Rena. 2 p.m. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you guys know that none of you are in this lawsuit, right? Well, allegedly. So it's interesting because not only are they there to talk about all of the lawsuit stuff, but we find out that this is the day after Erica posted that infamous post with the screenshots from Justice Trisha A. Bigelow. Does that not feel like it was eight years ago? Yes. Like I, I remember, remember when vividly, you posted it on Bravo. Because she posted it at like 11.45 p.m. And so all of a sudden, I'm like, I think I literally was in bed like with the light yes. off. And I was like, yes, I'm working. Um, but yeah, it's so interesting because all of them are kind of like shell-shocked from this post, which is how we all felt after that post. And yeah, it's interesting to watch these women kind of like process this in real time because I really do think this was like a day or two after they got back from La Quinta so like things are happening quickly and they really don't know how to feel and honestly I feel like when Sutton comes in and says she wants to you know maybe distance herself from Erica I think they're sort of shocked to hear that just because they have you know people like Kyle and Dorit are still like processing all the information they've yeah. been presented with. Whereas I think Sutton has kind Already of like it. thought about it and come to a conclusion. And so I think that's what is really interesting to me to see how the women will react because like Sutton, I think is just thinking about it more kind of like methodically, like she's kind of cut and dry, like, okay, so if Erica's accused of doing this and if I do this with her, then I could be looped into this. And so she's really like, she's just thinking of it like a math equation where the rest of them have a lot more kind of feelings behind it. And it'll be interesting to watch that kind of play out. Have you ever seen the movie, The Other Woman? It's like, it's truly my favorite. It's my favorite rom With Leslie Mann and Cameron. and Nicki Minaj. (laughs) Yes. So it's, it's my favorite uh, rom-com and I watch it all the time. And then when this happened, I was like, it, to make it easy for people to understand, this is exactly what it is. He was signing things. He was having mm. her sign things. And she didn't know that she was the owner of one company, the CEO of one company. So when he, when they found out he was doing all this legal stuff, he got left with nothing and she got 
everything because it was in her name. This is kind of like the opposite because it's in her name and they're doing illegal stuff in her name. And so she, that's I, what Sutton yeah. was trying to explain to the women. It's her go all of the money that he allegedly stole, whatever, is going into her LLC. It doesn't matter if she was involved or not. It's under her name. Therefore, it is funny, like to hear Sutton talk through these things. Like last week, she was talking <laughs> about the forensics, and this week, she's talking about how you know any money in your LLC is your responsibility if it's from Satan himself and the devil himself, the devil himself, and. Satan is interesting because (laughs) (laughs) right, right, right. Wrong show. Sutton (laughs) is one of those people who is very selective in what she shares about her personal life. Like, you know, I think probably for legal reasons, she's never been able to get really deep into what happened with her divorce and her marriage. Um, And she clearly doesn't really like talking about particulars of money, but just the way that she discusses these issues it's fascinating to me because you can tell that she has experience with this stuff and the way that she is kind of like woke to this, these issues. Whereas I think a lot of these other women, they've never really put that much thought into it. And, you know, like Lisa's saying that, you know, she just has, when Harry gives her something to sign, she just signs it. And I think that's probably not unusual for, you know, these women, but I do think Sutton is bringing something so interesting to the show, not just because she's like, you know, talking shit about Erica, but because she really has a perspective from her divorce and from whatever experiences she has of like, this is how this works. And like, for this, this, this reason, this is bad. And I think a lot of the women can't really wrap their minds around that yet, but I love that Sutton is bringing that perspective. I agree. And she's like, we're she was like guys we're all wealthy women like we could all be in this situation god forbid one day and so i i totally agree with what you're saying where they are all like kind of overlooking it and like lisa was like yeah i sign it whatever when you're married to someone for this long like it's whatever okay but look at erica erica was married to tom for 20 years that's a long time and so Kyle was like, I know all my houses. I know this, but it's like, okay, but maybe you guys should have more in-depth conversations. Like I, I also do not care uh, and have know nothing about these women's financial like situations, but like, but like they're comparing it. Like Kyle's like, I know my houses. So like, I'm good. (laughs) Teresa Judas went to prison for signing something. Her husband put in front of her. Like, I don't think any, nobody has ever claimed that Teresa was like the mastermind of that whole thing. She went to prison because she signed shit that was fraudulent. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, oh God, I'm like so fascinated by this whole season right now. Like, I think they are, the way they're putting it together is like so compelling. Of course we get a to be continued <laughs> because they don't know how to do it any other way anymore, but yeah. But there, I think it was so funny, too. And Kyle was like, so what could happen to Erica? And Sutton was like, she could go to jail. And they were like, Erica can go, Erica can go to jail. And they're like, yeah, what, what else? Yeah, it's illegal what is happening. Like, it's a big deal. Right. And I think it's interesting with this case because there still aren't any criminal proceedings happening that we know of. There might be an investigation. Still, Erica and Tom haven't been charged with anything. So it feels a little bit more like abstract. Like theoretically, at some point she could get charged with something. Whereas like if you look at Jen Shaw, 
she got indicted at the, and that was the first news we got. So like, yes, she's facing criminal charges. Erica, it's way more up in the air, but if you're talking about like overall, what possible ramifications there could be, it's like, yeah, people, people face jail time for doing illegal shit. Like it could happen. You know, you don't know. I think the craziest thing is that there's not even money from what they said. There's not even money for like where there's no money. There's none. So, I mean, that just brings us back to that security deposit. Erica needs it more than anyone. (laughs) Full circle. But you know what? There's one minor, minor, minor thing about this episode we didn't talk about. And that is Harry Hamlin's acrylic nails. (laughs) (laughs) I love, I just love the reason behind it. That it's like, he gets them on one hand because he plays guitar and he doesn't want to use a pick. Like, I love that there's like such a simple explanation and it's just like, yeah, like he doesn't want to use a pick. I didn't realize that was a thing. Like I didn't realize I, he like needed nails like that. I, to play guitar. I think people just use picks. That's why I don't think it's like a thing. I think like you just use a guitar pick. I remember know? one time, I remember one time I wanted to learn to play guitar and my mom was like, I don't think you have the, the finger dexterity for that. And I was like <laughs> devastated. I was like, I was like, no, you're supposed to tell me I can do anything I put my mind to. Absolutely. Do you want to hear an even sadder situation? Why not? In elementary school, you know how you pick an instrument to play, whatever. So my I picked the flute because like, duh. And I yeah. had an un, I had an underbite. So no no um. no sound would come out and we couldn't figure out like how. And so I had I was forced to switch instruments. And I'm so glad because I played the clarinet and I was fucking awesome at it wait i played the clarinet for two years oh my god isn't it the best we should have Um, like (laughs) i don't know i wasn't that into it (laughs) like it just it was like fun sometimes but i i just didn't want to practice yeah we were also in fifth grade so times have changed you know that's true well whether you're playing clarinet or you know dodging the feds (laughs) we hope you enjoyed this episode (laughs) Thank you for listening. No in we'll between. Be we'll be back next week. It, maybe some people are playing clarinet and dodging the feds. That would that be. Should be a Netflix doc. Yeah. Okay. Well, have a great weekend. <laughs> Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.